Hey, it's Mental Melissa. It's been months since I have had anything I wanted to talk about or share. You know, you, you get depressed and you get into that fearful place and you just don't want to do anything and that's kind of where I've been and I figured if I did get online and make a podcast that it would be this crying, sad uh, mess and I really didn't want that. I didn't want to be embarrassed by putting that out there. I think I already have one where I'm crying in it. Uh, and again, that's painful for me to listen to. I can't imagine somebody else hearing that for the first time and not being aware of what was going on. But here I am. Um, so much has happened. I've, I haven't had a depression. Uh, it hasn't been as bad as the one last year. Uh, I don't know if I'm staying on my meds better or if it's just a better year for me, but it has been really hard. Um, a lot of sleeping all day and not wanting to do anything. And I think I'm more aware this year that along with the depression, I'm suffering from very bad anxiety, uh, which just makes this whole damn thing worse. I, I just, I don't know that I had that last year. Maybe I did and I just, wasn't aware of what was going on, but I'm definitely aware this year. Um, and I've been trying to kind of voice the things that my brain is pinging off of that are causing me panic, causing me fear uh, to my boyfriend. Because I don't think people get it, how bad this is, how crippling anxiety is. And I feel like I have it all day, every day, right now. Uh, whereas I used to get spurts of it. You know, a couple of days here and there, they kind of feed on each other. But this is just not ending. Uh, and it goes from something as simple as, well, they're not even simple. Like, um, worry that we're going to end up homeless and that we're going to get um, our, our place our place rented out from underneath us. And that can be spurred by something as easy as watching the news and hearing how housing prices and rent prices are through the roof. They're crazy, crazy high. Um, so, you know, that could be an hour of my life gone stressing about what's going to happen to us and where we're going to end up and what can we afford and... Um, what about my credit? My credit's horrible. That's not going to help us find a place, you know, if we have to do a credit check. Um, and of course they do that now because they can, because there's so much competition to uh, try and find a place that they, there's so many renters, so they really have their pick of who they want to rent to. Um, I have fear about my car dying. I have, that fear is like a daily fear. And she seems to be okay. It is an old car. Um, it's a 17-year-old car, and I think we replaced a lot of the big components, um, but that's something I stress about every time I get in it. Um, you know, is it going to start? Is it going to run? What if my tire goes flat, or if it explodes? More, you know, more than likely it'll explode. Um, it's fears like this, things like this, which have a tinge of truth to them. Uh, my car could break down. It is 17 years old. 
it's not necessarily likely that it will, but it could. So just that little grain of truth of how old it is is enough to keep my brain just churning. Um, this just goes on, off and on, all day. There are so many things that my brain has decided are scary uh, that it doesn't take much to get me worked up, which means that I'm spending the day in this awful place. Um, I'm sitting at home, because that's where I work, waiting for the phone to ring and just floating from one fear to the next. Um, there's no real noise, there's no real, there's no people here to distract me. Um, my work is done pretty quickly, so I have far too much time to sit and think. Um, so depression, that's been horrible. I don't want to get up, I don't want to bathe. I have bathed um, almost every day, whereas I didn't last year. That one was just really, really bad. Uh, I'm, I'm glad this year has been easier. We've got some sunshine now, which is making me feel so much better. Um, if it could just last uh, until summer gets here, that would be awesome. Uh, Med-wise, uh, I got off the Abilify uh, because my doctor didn't feel it was working. And they put me on Geodone, uh, which twice now we've messed up and the doctor didn't write enough uh, pills for the prescription, so I ended up going short and having to go uh, a week back off the medication. So I can't say that it's working or not working. Well, I can. It's not. It's not working. Um, we. It's just I'm. I'm so not in a good place, and uh, I know that my boyfriend has become very active in. Um, my plan, my, my uh, mental health plan, because he doesn't like seeing me like this. Uh, he doesn't like seeing me be a zombie. Uh, he doesn't like seeing me miss out on life. And I don't like those things either, but it's very easy for me to tuck them aside and just accept them that that's just the way my life is going to be. Because that's just the way my life has been for two years now. Um, so, like, when I go to the doctor and I've said this before, you know, I'm asked, how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm good. And sometimes I can get away with that, and sometimes I can't. Sometimes I'll say the next couple of things and be in tears. And then, you know, gigs up. Uh, she knows that I'm not doing well. Now, that doesn't mean I continue telling her how bad I'm doing. I, I don't know where this comes from. It's, it's a protection thing for sure. But I don't want to tell her how bad it is. It's, it's embarrassing to be this much of a mess, like to be a grown-up and to want to sleep all day, uh, to be a grown-up and have non-stop fears uh, about what's going to happen to you and your family. I'm missing out on life, and that's really hard to say. You just don't want to say it, you know, and I don't want to have that conversation. I don't want to have her look at me, and, and then there's the, you know, big issue too. I don't want to have my damn meds changed again. You just get used to one, and it kind of settles in, and then you realize it's not really working, and they put you on another one. And it's a huge shock to the system. 
and it's a, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Am I going to waste another two months trying to figure out if this pill is going to help me? Is, is there light at the end of this tunnel? Because it sure doesn't feel like it. Uh, I've got coming into this May, I think I've got a, I'll have a year of trying to figure out the right med to get me out of this depression. Um, that's a long fucking time to go not feeling good. Anyway, so my boyfriend's getting involved. I'm telling him a certain portion of the things that are stressing me out every day. I don't really want to tell him things because he's a fixer. Uh, Not in a bad way. I'm not saying that in a bad way. But he wants to tick off the list and say, okay, we did this, we did this, we did that. Now you can go to sleep without stressing. And it feels like to me that no matter how much I get done, how much I'm accomplished, it just fills that void with new fears. I mean, it, it just, it never stops. Never stops. Um, so I only give him a little bit of information here and there. And then even to say it out loud, I feel like I still hold some of it back because I don't want it to sound as crazy as it feels. Because I know that not all of this is true. And I know some of it is so far-fetched. But it still feels like it could happen. It feels real enough to me that it sets my nerves on fire. My brain doesn't know that we're really not having these bad things happen. It feels like it's happening. So it just reacts. So trying to clue him in kind of hard to see his face sometimes when I say some of this shit he is being very sweet and he's not uh, reacting poorly he's not looking at me like I've lost my mind Uh, I think he's just coming to terms with he's got to accept what I'm telling him I don't know that he's actually happy to know all of this anymore I think it sounded like a good plan before. Um, Anyway, so he said to me last week, I had my psychiatrist appointment. And uh, he said, well, you know, see if I can go with you. And I was like, oh, hell no. Last thing I need is to... Normally I cry in these appointments. Um... There just becomes a time in the, in the, from the minute I get in to about five minutes in when all of a sudden the water just starts rolling down my cheeks. Um, so I don't want that with him. Uh, I don't even want to do it in general, but I certainly don't want that with him. And I'm worried that he's going to say too much and almost get me in trouble. You know, like have her look at me and be like, why haven't you been telling me all of this? I don't know why. It just doesn't seem like a good thing. It doesn't seem like something I want to do or I don't want to share it. Um, And she doesn't ask a lot of questions when I'm there. So unless she really drops a good question, which is very rare, um, it's just easy to coast through these appointments. 
she is retiring in May, and this is March. So I have two more appointments with her, and then I'm going to have a new person, new psychiatrist, uh, or clinical nurse, I guess is specific. Um, so I'm excited about that because I, I need I need a breath of fresh air right now. Uh, I need some new ideas. I need some new questions. Uh, I just need for it to be driven differently than it is right now. Because it really is easy for me to just present an okay image and get through. Um, and even when I know I need to ask for a med change, it's it's mostly easy for me to say that I'm not doing as great, that I'm sleeping too much. Um, there's no real digging, so as long as I keep it cursory, I get my med change, and then we try and see if that helps. Um, so anyway, I was like, no, I don't want you to go. I don't want to surprise her. You know, it needs to be planned. So I told her, thinking she'd be like, no, we're not going to waste, you know, your time um, with him here. But no, she's like, yeah, let's do that. So in two days at 4.30, I'm going to go have a, an appointment with my psychiatrist and my boyfriend, who he has very, uh, very distinct ideas about what should happen. Um, you know, that's the other thing. We talked about taking me off, and I say we, my boyfriend and I talked about taking me off all my meds altogether to just start over because what I've got is not working. And then we, we pull out one item and insert another one, but we never really know if we pulled out the right item. It's, it's random. And I think, well, not random. It's sort of random. I think she tries to pull out the ones with the biggest side effects first uh, and leaves me on the ones that are have low side effects and uh, so I get that but we never know if what we've done has worked um, until you know like five months down the road when I've been depressed for five more months and then I've got to come down off of a med which you guys all know what that's like that's um, it's hell to come off a med if you've got to taper down um, those are just hard days when you're having to do that. So we have been talking about taking me off everything and starting over. Um, the hard part of this is we would be doing that and then I'd be starting off with a whole new uh, psychiatrist uh, who may not like that idea or who may not, I don't know, it just seems weird to make such a big change during a time of big change. Uh, but I have been told by my boyfriend that what I'm doing is not really living. It's just kind of subsisting, getting through. Um, so do I really have a lot to lose? I, I don't know. I went home to see my sister and her husband uh, about a month ago and had a great time I thought uh, turns out I had two days worth of uh, being flat and being zombie like uh, my sister had pulled together all the family to have a little party on a Sunday 
and she and her husband kept coming by me and telling me to smile, to wake up, snap out of it. And I had no idea that I was sitting there looking like I was um, out of it, gone, sad. And then we went out um, the next day to go do um, a distillery tasting and same thing happened again. And I, I don't know how to get out of it. I don't feel it happening. Um, but I just spoke to her a minute ago to tell her that I'm going in to see the doctor again. Um, and she said the same thing. You've, you've got to make some changes because this is not good. Uh, it's not good to see you live like this. So positive things hopefully going to come out of Thursday. I'm hoping it goes well. Uh, I'm extremely nervous. This will be something that I'll stress about. Uh, I don't want my boyfriend to get me in trouble. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to be made to look crazier than I want to. I kind of like this middle of the road crazy that I put out there. That's just acceptable. You know, not a big deal. Um, I don't know how to bring up the anxiety. But it's become forefront in my mind that that's something I need to work on. Uh, the depression is bad, but the anxiety is way worse right now. Uh, and I, I don't know that we've ever... I don't know that I've ever had a medication specifically for anxiety. Um... So we'll see what comes out of that. I'm, like I said, I'm anxious. But I'm happy that I have support of my boyfriend and that he wants to go with me to be a part of this. I hope it's everything that he <laughs> imagines it to be. I think it's kind of boring to go in and uh, sit there. But that's just me. Um... That's really, oh, I didn't think of something else. Um, so I started having a problem in the morning again where my, my head is bobbing down and I'm falling asleep when I'm, I've gotten up to get my daughter ready for school and then I sit here and have my coffee and I'm absolutely falling asleep on myself. Um, so I did cut my Seroquel down to half of my, 25 milligrams, which is like so teeny, but it is totally enough to make me sleep. Um, but so cutting that down in half so I can wake up in the morning cost me some sleep last night. Um, so I'm hoping things will smooth out. I'll just keep trying it. Uh, I want the least amount of that in my body. Even though it does make me sleep so well, I have a hard time re recovering from it in the morning. And I've got to drive, so I really need to be able to stay the fuck awake. Um, so there's kind of my update. Hopefully I'll get back on track with my podcast because I do miss this. Uh, I just got to get to a place where I feel I have something to share besides whining the entire time. Uh, and I appreciate for you listening to my whining and bearing with me. Hopefully it'll get better for all of us. This is Mental Melissa, and I'll talk to you again soon.